This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Gordon Damer with the week off. Oh, Yankee fans are smiling tonight. We'll explain next. At 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at ESPNNY 98 underscore 7 FM. Along with Brian DeBrain and JP, we're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN New York. Oh, boy. You talk about two teams going in opposite directions. You talk about a Yankee team. And I'm not good. Look, I'm not one to say I told you so. And I'm not exactly straining my arm, patting myself on the back. But you just don't appreciate how long a baseball season is. You really don't. And things change in baseball very, very quickly. Very quickly. Cashman should go. Oh, we're lousy. Oh, we're awful. We're not going to do anything. This is not a playoff team. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, this is uh Okay. And you could say to me, Larry, we're still not in the playoffs. You could say to me, Larry, we still haven't done anything. You could say to me, we don't have a bullpen. We don't have a closer. We don't know what's going on. Here's what I know. On July 6th, you guys, you Yankee fans, were 10 and a half games out. Now you hold the second AO wildcard spot. In three weeks, in three weeks, this whole thing is turned. It's flipped in three weeks. It's, it's, it's such a different team. You look at this team. You look at this team. It's, it's got emotion. It's alive. It's more confident. Look at them running the bases. What did we talk about how badly this team ran the bases? They ran into double plays when they weren't hitting into double plays. And look at what this team has done. And, oh, we can't beat Boston. Boston owns us. We don't. You sweep Boston today. Swept them. No Gio Arcella. Right? Where was he? No Gio. All the injuries that you guys have had. All the situations. No Rizzo. The, 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 the shot in the arm that you guys got from Chicago. No, he wasn't here. I didn't see him. Well, I saw him in the dugout. I guess he'll be ready to come back soon. <laughs> no Chapman. No Domingo Herman. Okay. Montgomery just gets back. Pitched well in the first game today. Cole pitched last night. I mean, come on. First time the Yankees have had a spot in the playoffs record-wise since May 30th. This is a totally different team, my friends. And they're exciting. And they're making plays. They're making fundamental plays. Now, you know, a couple of minor miscues, but still, they're making big plays to keep teams off the board. Yeah, you can tell me that you want to have these big wins. You want to have 14-2 and 13. Just win the games. I'm not trying to hear all this stuff. Just win the games. And that's what this Yankee team is doing right now. It's what they're doing. 
They're getting contributions from everybody. Voight, who's really, <laughs> Rizzo's back. He's like, uh-oh, <laughs> let me keep trying to do what I'm doing. Competition, right? How about Stanton, right? Home run in the nightcap. Big pinch hit in the first game this afternoon. I'm serious. This is a totally, totally different Yankee ball club. And you guys have to feel, you guys have to be ecstatic right now. Let's hear from you at 1-800-919-3776. Bullpen, bullpen by committee, not bad. Getting the job done. Yeah, it was a little, yeah, I know you were, you know, stomach was, you're reaching for the Tums with Loisega in the first game. I get it. I get it. Wandy Peralta in the nightcap. Yeah, yeah, you're reaching, you're reaching. Why'd you keep throwing the changeup? Why'd you keep throwing the changeup? Oh, you hit the changeup. I knew you should have threw the, keep throwing the changeup. I got it. You ride with every pitch. Riding. And there's going to be some Yankee fan that's going to call me tonight. And they're going to say, yeah, but let me see if they can sweep Boston. We've had big series like this before, like against Houston. And we couldn't get the last game. So let's see if we can sweep. All right, let's. Because here's what I know. This is a very confident Yankee ball club that you're seeing right now. And you can see how they play. You can see the swagger they carry themselves with. And let's give Aaron Boone some credit. Let's give him some credit. He's made some moves in this doubleheader that were right on point. And what made it so good of the players executed and made him look like a genius. And that's what has to happen. Yeah, I know we get into this minutia about, well, what is Boone doing? You got to do this. You got to. I was laughing watching the first game because when Loisica comes back, I'm like, uh-huh. Everybody that says he only threw X amount of pitches in the first time, why keep him out there? He wasn't the same pitcher in that second inning of the second his second inning of work, right? He was dominant the first inning. Second inning, not so much. And so there's a reason sometimes why decisions are made. And I agree with you on the surface. When you look, it's it's a lot of things that go into it. Sometimes it's who you face, who's coming up in the batting order right now. How do they match up? There's a lot of different things that's going on. But right now, this Yankee team is playing fabulous baseball. Fabulous baseball. And then there's the Mets. Who are already, already trailing 2-0 on the La Stella two-run home run in the first of Marcus Stroman. This is a Met team that is just struggling. Thomas Nito, as you know, is on the I.L. with a thumb sprain, so... While warming up, getting ready to warm up Marcus Stroman in the game tonight, James McCann appeared to hurt his lower back. He was scratched, and Patrick Mazika is behind the plate. And in the first inning, they're trying to get the signs down and everything. Stroman gives up the two home runs, the two-run homer. Then in the dugout between games, you see it on SNY. They show it. Everybody's talking to Mazika. No, catchers, everybody's talking to him. Manager's talking to him. Everybody's talking to him. So what, he doesn't know the signs? He doesn't, he wasn't in on the, he wasn't sitting in on the 
meeting that the teams have at the beginning of every series? He's got to know. And you saw last night, and I just saw everybody was tweeting, we got the wrong Cub. Dan Grasa, <laughs> who was on with Michael K yesterday, who was on with Don LaGreca on the Michael K show yesterday. He's right on point. We end up with Javi Baez, who's on the injury list, and Chris Bryant, oh, by the way, is missing tonight's game with hamstring issues, thank goodness, because he lit the Met pitching up for two home runs last night. And Gary Cohen just gave a stat that tells you all you need to know about what's going on with the Mets offensively. Now, Chris Bryant would have made this six, okay? The Giants in their lineup tonight have five batters with a slugging percentage of 500 or higher. Once again, it would have been six if Chris Bryant had played tonight. The Mets, none. None. That's the issue. That's why they they are struggling offensively. They just can't get it done. Just can't get it done. 1-800-919-3776. We have a poll question up for you. At Hardest to ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Here's your question. With all the free agent additions, is this New York Giants football team playoff bound this year? A lot of conversation about that with Dave Gettleman and John Mara, who met the media today, as did the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator, and the special teams coordinator. All these folks met the media today, and that was the big topic of conversation. Because this Giants team has not made the playoffs in the wild. They've been struggling very quietly. And while all this talk about what's going on with Daniel Jones and what's happening here and all this, there's other issues that's going on with this team. So I want to get your thoughts. At Hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM with the free agent additions, is this New York Giants football team playoff bound? Giants batting in the bottom of the second, leading 2 nothing. Against a Met team that has gone 12 and 19 in the second half. In third place at 59 and 59. This was this you talk about a team just disappearing off the face of the earth after the All-Star break. It, it, it's amazing. It just is. And and is it is it injuries? Partially, sure. Of course it is. You know, you lose your clothes. Of course, it def- I mean, you 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 lose your your ace starter. You lose a number of different pitchers that you started the season with that you thought you'd have to have a nice rotation until Syndergaard got back. I mean, you were waiting for Carrasco, and he was eh until the last outing where he was awful. Strowman was hanging on, was giving you good outings. You were finding a way to get some run support for him. But he's been a victim of this power outage offensively from this team since the All-Star break. Alonzo was hot for a minute. He's cooled off. Conforto's been struggling all season. McNeil's been struggling all season. It's just been, it's just been a nightmare with what you see. And 
you know, it's 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 really frustrating to watch this team right now. It's just it really is. It's just very frustrating to see them. Because you're expecting, you know, something to take off to be better. And you're just not getting it. You're just not getting it from this team. And you have no confidence that they have a shot to win. I mean, how can you even be confident that they have a chance to win a game in this series against the Giants? How, how do you think they do? You can't possibly. You can't possibly. 1-800-919-3776. Your thoughts on the Yankees, who complete a split doubleheader sweep of the Boston Red Sox, and now are... If the season ended today, they would be going to the postseason as a wild card. Also, please feel free to uh, weigh in on our poll question. At Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM, our poll question, very simply, with all the free agent additions, is this New York football Giants team playoff bound? At Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Buddha. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. What's happening? All right. Listen, I love you, but you know you're doing the instigating thing as a Who, Mets me? fan. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> instigating, Buddha. Not me. Oh, man. You know, the Yankees fans, the baseball season could change rapidly. I mean, you know, listen, they might, they're going to get the second wild card spot, but you know that this Yankee team is not going to the World Series as presently constituted. And, um, you know, I just got some, some sushi over here on 59 mm-hmm. West and Manuet. Oh. And the rice is similar to the Yankee situation. It's very sticky. You know, um, Cashman, uh, uh, he, uh, he saved his job if it really was a jeopardy ever, which, which we know it wasn't. But, um, you know, getting the second wild card Losing that playing game, or you know, maybe winning that playing game and losing that next series—that's not what we're about, and that's what the Yankee fans are upset about. It's like our expectations have been lowered, right? I mean, you know, this is not us. We're not looking for all right. It's good for us to squeak in, whether Boston's collapsing or not. We're not looking for that. I hear you, and I agree. But considering where you were three weeks ago, you weren't even thinking about a play a wild card spot. You weren't. You had no thought of this team even thinking of it. You were ready. We were talking about should the Yankees just blow it up. That's what we were talking about three weeks ago. And now this team has fought back. Got to give them some credit. They didn't. They didn't kill over. Yeah, Cashman was able to get Rizzo, and as soon as he got him, he got COVID. So so Voight, who was who was invisible, he comes back and gives you some hits. Stanton's playing better. I mean, Stanton's in the outfield, Buddha. Stanton's in the outfield, Buddha. <laughs> I never thought I'd see it. <laughs> Listen, all the things you're saying are true, but you know, in my you know, in my humble opinion, I, I think that what's taken place in the last month and a half has been more a reflection of Boone than it has been a reflection of Cashman. Hmm. You know, if that makes any sense. Okay. But um, you know, it, it's just you know, I, we can't be satisfied with that, and you know. It, being a Yankees fan is not like being a Jets fan. And I'm sorry to say this to you either. You know, it's not like being a Mets fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, second place, third place, you know, runner-up. I mean, we don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? We, we really don't. But let me ask you a quick question, yes. though, about, sure. about this fight coming up. 
Yeah. We got this fight coming up with Pacquiao. And um, to be honest with you, this is in a weird way. I find this fight with um, your Dennis Ugas more, you know, intriguing than the fight with Spence. Because, huh. you know, like, like we know Pacquiao, he, you know, listen, after you, that, 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 that Marquez knockout, you, you know, you're not going to ever be the same. Mm-hmm. And if you really watch the, the fighters that he's fought, he hasn't fought people with knockout power. And I'm not saying that Ugas has knockout power. That's not his game. But in that, in that fight we had with, um, with, with Sean Porter in the 12th round, they jerked him off of a knockdown. It was a, it was a knockdown. He lost a close decision. But what I'll say is this. You know, on his resume, Ugas, he, has, he doesn't have a resume of, um, like, let's say, top-level wins. He's the champion mm-hmm. at, that, at that weight class, 147 right now. But that's really a lot of, in a lot of ways due to there's not that many, you know, the, 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 the size up is where the competition's at. Gotcha. So in his mind, this is his opportunity. You understand what I'm saying? And usually mm-hmm. a guy like that is more of a tactician and less of a puncher. When mm-hmm. they get into a fight like this where, you know, look, he's not a young, he's not a spring chicken either. I think he's like 34 years old or something like that. Mm-hmm. This is his opportunity to really, you know, not only make good money in this fight, but set himself up for another two fights of big money. So I see him putting a little bit more on the line than, let's say, a Spence would. Because mm-hmm. Spence knows at his age and his size and the type of punching power and, like, tactical boxing, he should be expected to beat Pacquiao. And we know how Spence fought in the last fight. You know, he, he, he's not a risk taker when he doesn't need to. I think Ugas is going to take some risk. So, in a lot of ways, I'm more interested in this mm-hmm. fight than I would be that Spence Pacquiao, to be honest with you. I hear what you're saying, Buddha. Great point. Thanks for the phone call. When when you've got a guy who f- senses that he can take advantage of a situation, he's dangerous, especially in boxing. And I haven't seen him fight too much. And I, you know, listen, I know Styles make fights and everything. So I'm very curious to see if he's going to take it to Pacquiao. And that that's what he's going to have to do. Okay? That's what he's going to have to do if he wants to win. 1-800-919-3776. Yankee fans want to hear from you. You got to be you got to be smiling right now. And listen, Buddha, I hear what you're saying. In a perfect season, Yankee fans want to win from wire to wire. You don't want to be any doubt. You're when 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 the season hits September, in a perfect world, you want to be setting up your pitching rotation for postseason. I got it. I understand. But this is not this has not been that year. This has been the year where you've had COVID issues, you've had injury issues, you've had uh, players who have underachieved, you've had a number of different things. And just think about all the things you've had over these past three weeks. All the different since the All-Star break. How many people have had COVID that have missed games? How many people have been injured? How many people on the IL? So under these situations. For this team to do a, a total about face and perform better than they had the whole first half of the season with the exception of a streak they had in May, I think it's pretty good. And if I were a Yankee fan, if I were, yes, yeah, not going to the script I wanted, but let me get to the postseason and let me roll the dice. I've got, if I have Cole, I've got an ace. 
I get my bullpen squared away. I've got hot guys. I've got a team that no, they're, they're not a team. They're not a team of speed merchants. But look at the aggressiveness of this team. Look at what Judge did in the first game today, taking a chance and scoring from second base. Look at him stealing a, a base in the nightcap. This is a different Yankee team, ladies and gentlemen. It just is. They're playing with more confidence. They're, they're alive. They're emotional. They can feel the change in this clubhouse. And I don't know whether it's Rizzo. I don't know whether it's Gallo. I don't know whether it's the young kids who performed, who, who got you through those tough games until these guys got hot. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's all the above. This kid Hill, again, outstanding performance from him against a very potent Red Sox offense. I mean, right now, if I'm a Yankee fan, I'm riding the wave. It's, it's a team that has a lot of heart, um, playing with a lot of confidence, but we got a long way to go. You know, we we gotta we gotta continue it. We gotta keep the keep the foot down on the gas and um, continue to grind away because it's it's gonna be a tough road ahead still. But um, the the group is is a confident group, and I think they know what they're capable of. Aaron Boone. On the Yankees play as they pass the Red Sox for the second wild card spot in the American League. You're listening to ESPN New York tonight here on 987 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. We'll talk football in a couple of minutes. You can weigh in on our poll question. That hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Our question is, with the free agent additions, is this New York Giants football team playoff bound? John Mara says they need to make the playoffs. Do you think with all these changes, they are a playoff team? You can weigh in now. 1-800-919-3776 or via our poll question via Twitter at Hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Owen is in Newark. He joins us next on 98.7. Hey, Owen. Mr. Hardestine, how you doing? I'm doing good, Owen. What's up? Hey, listen, let me just say this. You mm-hmm. dead on spot on about the Yankees tonight. I'm a Jet and Nick and Yankee fan. I feel like I've hit the tri-factor since Saturday. Think about it. I had Zach Wilson, and I had basically my boy Mims. They was on the bubble, right? They had outstanding games against the Giants. Then I turned my boys from the, the Field the Dreams game on Thursday. They turned it around Saturday and Sunday against the Chicago White Sox. And then I had the Knicks with Kimbo. And, and my boy from Boston coming over. I mean, I just been a great couple of days for me, man. I'm really <laughs> blessed that these D3 teams doing their thing. I just yeah. wanted to say that. Okay. We got you. We got you. All right, Owen. Yeah, for sure. You're going to be hearing from me more. Can I ask you a question, though? Sure. Go ahead, Owen. Do you think the, the, Nick, uh, do you think the Yankees – I really believe this. I don't know if we can catch Tampa Bay, but I can't wait to see Tampa Bay again. But I really think we can get that first wild card and really get really close to getting Tampa with that first. What do you think? That first place. Well, listen, Owen, I'll tell you this, and thanks for the phone call, the way they're playing. Who knows? Tampa's very good, though. <laughs> very good. But you still got a couple of games left. So we'll see how that turns out. But uh, the way this team is playing right now, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say definitely not. I mean, look how much, look how many games you have caught up and passed. Nobody would have thought that this team would have caught Boston. I'm just saying. I'm sad here. I took the phone calls. I mean, I heard them. I heard them all day on the station. And, of course, Michael Kay was hearing them with LaGreca and Rosenberg. I mean, my God. 
it's it's just it's been a total change. As a matter of fact, Owen mentioned about Kimber Walker. Kimber was on the Michael K show today. We'll share some of those uh, comments from Kimber Walker at his because he had the press conference today with Evan Fournier as they were introduced to the media. And we'll share that with you before we leave you tonight at midnight. Bruce is in Flushing. Hey, Bruce, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry, two Yankee points and a quick comment about your poll. First on the Yankees. Yes. You know, Larry, there are certain things during the pennant race that gives you an indication that it's going your way. In 69, when the black cat ran across Mm -hmm. the Cubs dugout, Mm-hmm. And I think it was all 69 when the ball hit the top of the wall, didn't go out, and they threw the guy at home plate. Let's see what happens after tomorrow with Haney's pitching. If the Yankees can win with tomorrow night with Haney pitching, that's it. That's a sign. Well, I'll say this, Bruce. Uh, I know he has been less than stellar, but all he's got to do is give you what? If he, if he could give you four or five good innings, you'll take that. You'll take that and right yes, now. Can, but I don't know if he can. Well, we'll see. Team, uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping he, mm-hmm. he keeps it four runs or under, and we win in the slugfest. Yep. Second point, if, if Buddha's still listening, Buddha, I hear what you're saying, but think of this 1978. We came back from 13 and a half games. We were considered dead in, in 78. All right? This year, we were considered dead. I, I personally was ready to blow taps on this team. So if we come back and go in the playoffs and have to play a one-game playoff, that's exactly what the Yankees did in 1978. There's no difference. Would you right. agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And once you get into the postseason, you know this, Bruce, anything can happen. Anything. Yes, and anything. And, and, and with the Yankee pitching staff and the bullpen and the hitting, hey, listen, and it can happen, and we won in 78, so that's that. As far as the Giants, yes. I think this can be a playoff team. There's one legitimate question in my mind. Mm-hmm. Is the center of this team, the kid from Nebraska, good enough to be a playoff center? I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a guy, Reed, I think his name is, who, who used to play for Kansas City teams. He's a starting center. Mm-hmm. He's still out there talking about him, but he said he wants to be starting center. I don't know how good this guy is, but that to me is the key question on this giant team. Um, also, obviously with health and all that, but sure. if they can get, if the kid from Nebraska can do it or put in somebody who, who can, then I think this is a playoff team. All right, Bruce. Thanks for checking in. I think you talk about Nick Gates, if that if memory serves me correctly, and so it really comes down to the offensive line again, right? And that's the thought process. I mean, in theory, the offensive line, Giants offensive line, if they can put it together, and how many years have we been saying that? If you're a Giants fan, you're just like, God, can we ever get this offensive line straight now? When is it going to be the day that we could say, you know what, we've got an, our offensive line is ready to go. But it's the key to everything. It is. If this offensive line can find a way to block, protect Daniel Jones, find holes for Saquon Barkley or whoever's running the football, give Jones time to find some of these receivers that he's got, I'm telling you, this Giants team could be in the spot where they can make the playoffs. They could. 
Defense is good enough. Not the best in the division. That's Washington. But this defense is good enough that they can hold their own. All the offense has to do is put points on the board. And if they do, you might be surprised what this Giants team can do. D's in Jersey City. What's up, D? You're next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, what's up, man? Um, I was just getting your opinion um, if, you know, if things continue to go, to go the way they are for the Yanks and they cruise into the playoffs, whether it's division or wild card, do you think you know they should put Severino back in the bullpen and then just go with like a four or if this kid Gilk or Yield, whatever, keeps pitching the way yeah, he is, he can yeah, have a yeah. five-man rotation. You put well, Severino back there in the seventh or the eighth, alleviate some of the stress on Green and you know any other righties you might have back there. I don't. You, there's only new names back there. It's worth even keep track. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what do you true. think? Do you think that's uh, or should they force him into the rotation and? You know, go that route. I mean, uh, what do you think? Well, first, I'll D, let's – All right, thanks for the phone call, D. Well, first, let's see if he's going to be healthy. That's the first thing. Let's see him get back to the majors. Let's see him not have another setback in the minor leagues. And then we worry about that next step. But, yeah, I could see you giving him – if he shows you that he's got something, he's stretched out, if he shows you that he can uh, perform – Consistently, yes, I think he would be excellent in a bullpen setting. You're not gonna, have, you don't have to worry about the five man rotation anyway. You're only going to go with your three best starters in the postseason. That's it. You're only going to go with your three best, and then everybody else is in the bullpen. So your bullpen is going to be deeper anyway. So yeah, he could be just be part of that mix. And I tell you, you know, a couple of these these lefties that you got out there, Peralta. Rodriguez, a couple of these guys, they've done it. They've, they've, they're showing that they can do some nice work. Peralta with that, how he handled that play right back at him in the nightcap tonight in the sixth inning was impressive. To have the awareness to keep a, knock it down, know where the baseball is, and fire a strike to first, knowing that the, the pressure of the runner get, going down the first baseline, great play. And this is what I'm talking about. A couple of months ago, that ball, first of all, he, would, if he wouldn't have gotten to it. It would have gone up the middle. Or he'd have thrown it away. And Yankee fans know what I'm talking about because we saw it. That's how they were playing then. But not right now. They're making the plays. I tell you, they are really, they're really playing so much better. This is close to what you wanted to see from this team. This is close. They're still not hitting a lot. You're still not getting a bunch of runs. But what you're doing now is you're you're getting enough so that you're able to win games. And ultimately, that's the bottom line, right? You only have to you only need one more than your opponent. That's it. Yeah, it would make life a little easier. Yeah, you'd be able to rest some players. Yeah, you'd be able to do a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah, maybe you would feel better about your team. But here's the one thing you can say about this ball club right now. And the stats bear it out. This team does very well in close games now. They have turned some things around. They do very well. Yes, they've had their they've they've lost a couple of them. They've lost some major ones where they've had leads. And they've been hurt with bad losses that make you just be sick. But we're not talking about that right now, right? We're talking about a a Yankee team right now that is in the second wild card spot in the American League. 
crazy. 1-800-919-3776. Let's turn our attention to our poll question tonight. At Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. With the free agent additions, is this New York Giants football team playoff bound? So far with the early polling, 40% of you say yes. Almost 60% say no. It isn't. Now, co-owner John Mara believes this is an important year for the New York football giants. It just doesn't mean that general manager Dave Gettleman is necessarily on the hot seat. We'll hear his thoughts about that in a second. The Giants have won 15 games in the three seasons since Gettleman took over as GM. Now, they were in contention for the NFC East last season and heading into the final week, but the division wasn't great. I mean, for you to have six wins and have a chance for the postseason – Says all you need to know about the division last year. So, co-owner John Mara was asked, are you still rebuilding? I, I don't know. How, how do you define rebuild? I expect to win more games than we did last year. I hope, I'm hopeful that we're going to be a playoff team this year. So, I mean, you can call it anything you want. I just want to feel like after the last game that, all right, what we have here is a team that can win, win a Super Bowl. John Mara was asked if Dave Gettleman is on the hot seat. We're all in the hot seat, you know, I mean, with, with our fans in particular, we've given them too many losing seasons. It's time for us to start winning. But no, I wouldn't say that. I, I wouldn't say that's an accurate statement. What's your ex- expectations for the season? I certainly think we're a lot better on paper. I'd like to see us show that on the field now and win more games and make the playoffs. I mean, that's my ex- expectation every year coming into the season. Obviously, we've fallen far short of that the last four years, but I think on paper I'm pleased with where we are, but I, I want to see us win some games. Yeah, this is this is going to be, and everybody's talked about it, and yeah, a lot of it is on Daniel Jones. You get that. And you know that Joe Judge has got a little extra time because he just took over as head coach last season, so he's not on the hot seat. But Dave Gettleman is. And even though John Mara is not going to admit that or say that because that's not who he is. That's not who his father was. Uh, there's no question. And part of the reason why he's on the hot seat is because Daniel Jones has to play well. When you're the general manager of a team that selects a quarterback and that quarterback does not do well or doesn't live up to expectations, when the quarterback goes, the GM goes. See file under Sam Darnold, Mike McCagden with your New York Jets. So that's the situation that the Giants are looking at. Did they take some steps in the right direction? Yes, they have. I believe they have. But here's the scary thing. We talk about Kenny Galladay, what he's able to bring to the table. We talk about uh, Derek Tony, what he's been able to bring, what he did in college. These guys have not been on the football field yet. And see, That's a concern. That's a concern. Will they be able to go this week? I don't know. But these are your big free agent. Galladay is a huge free agent acquisition for them because this is a guy who can make big plays in the red zone. This is a guy who is your number one receiver, and you don't know what he can do yet. Saquon Barkley, obviously, if he's able to come back, Another big acquisition to your offense. Will he be ready for week one? 
Well, we'll see. So these are all the things from the offensive side. And in the back of your mind, Giant fans, you're still wondering, A, is this offensive line good enough to take another step in the right direction to show that they can put forth sustainable effort to give you sustainable drives in the game that can help you win some games? And obviously, the play of Daniel Jones. Will he now take the next step, not turn the football over? Will he be able to be more efficient in the red zone? Will he be able to throw uh, completion percentage higher? Touchdowns instead of getting them in position where you have to settle for field goals. All these are the things that you have to ask. Dave Gettleman was asked by our Jordan Renan, how you feeling? Me? Jordan, I'm as healthy as a hoss. Uh, that means horse. Unless he was talking about the late Dan Blocker in Bonanza. Look it up on Google. I'm sure he was saying he was healthy as a horse. Dave Gelderman on the state of the New York football giants. We've done a lot of things. I really love Joe and the process that he's brought and that we've brought. We've worked really hard since I got here in terms of not only the on-the-field operation, but off-the-field operation. We've made big changes in our football operation and how we operate. Really and truly, my goal when I got here was whenever I leave here, for what you know, however I leave here, that we've set this team up, both on the field and off the field. That's been my goal, and I feel like we're, we're, we've done that, and I think that, uh, you know, we'll, I'm excited to see what's going to happen on the field this year. The age-old question. Saquon Barkley took him second when you were a horrible record where you could have taken a quarterback. All right? And the thought process apparently was, listen, let's take Saquon Barkley. Eli's got some, some time left. He's still a solid quarterback. He can still make some plays. Let's give him a running game. A guy that can run the football, a guy that's versatile offensively, can catch the ball out of the backfield, can do some things. Let's take him. Let's hold off on the quarterback, and let's see where we can go. Now, I don't know if they hadn't taken Saquon Barkley. I don't know what they would have done. I don't know if they would have taken Sam Darnold or not. And I don't know if they had taken Sam Darnold, if Sam Darnold would have been in a better situation with the Giants than he turned out with with the Jets. I don't know. We'll never know. We can speculate about it. We can debate about it. But we, we, we just don't have the – we don't know because it never happened. But there's always the concern – and when you talk to football people, usually they tell you, you don't want to take a running back that high. Usually don't. Because of, unfortunately, the shelf life of most running backs. So if you're going to take a pick that high and you need a quarterback, and listen, they could have drafted a quarterback and let him play behind Eli Manning for a year and then turn things over to him and, you know, Say goodbye to Eli. Thank you for the Super Bowls and, you know, retire the number and whatever, you know, the Giants are going to do. They could have done that. But they didn't. They chose Saquon Barkley. So Dave Gellerman was asked, are you still happy you took Barkley number two? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, stuff happens. Not everything's perfect. And, guy, and, and there are guys all over this league that get hurt and big-time players. And, and he's done a great job rehabbing. And I feel the same way about him. He's different, and he's, he's going to be ready to go when he's ready to go. 
there's no question that Saquon Barkley is a tremendous talent. Now, what has come up, and I'm not saying he's injury prone, but I will say that his availability has not been great lately. So now, as you get ready to start to look as to whether you're going to offer him a long-term contract, the, the availability comes into play. That's why usually, usually, you don't want to take a running back that high in the draft because you can usually get a very solid running back because the way the game is now, it's running back by committee. It's not really a feature back where he's going to get all the, all, the, all the carries. It's not that way. So it's interesting to see what happens with this Giants team. Tuesday night edition of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon's on vacation. He's back next week. 1-800-919-3776. Been talking Yankees. Been talking Mets. Been talking Giants. We'll talk uh, Kimball Walker, who met the media today. Very happy to have him as a point guard for this uh, Nick team in 2021-2022. And we've been weighing in on our poll question. That hardest to ESPN at ESPNNY98 underscore 7 FM. Our question, with all the free agent acquisitions, is this New York football Giants team a playoff team? John Maron says they need to be. Are they a playoff team? Yes or no? You can weigh in. At Hardesty ESPN at ESPNNY98 underscore 7 FM. Back to the phones we go. Charlie is in Elmhurst. Joins us next on 98.7. Hey, Charlie. Charlie. What's up, Larry? What's up? What, what's hey, going what on? up, Larry? Oh, nice day. Productive day for the Yanks. Uh, taking two from the the Red Sox. I mean, with the tomorrow with the home run derby pitcher starting, you got to, like, take care of it tonight, I mean, in this day. And they got it done in, what, what past the Red Sox in the loss column. Right now, the Oakland, I think Oakland's losing by, like, like 9 nothing or something. And Blue Jays lost and everything. So, the Yankees are, like, in the playoff spot. Finally in the playoff spot now. They got to kick the Red Sox uh, out of the door and sweep tomorrow before – you know, you welcome in the, the piñata uh, for the Yankees. That is the Minnesota Twins. So, uh, yeah, they still – I mean, they got to score more runs and everything. They still need to get Rizzo back. But, yeah, nice, 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 nice productive two games for the Yanks. Uh, Come on, Larry. Charlie. Give them some more credit than that. Give them some more credit than that, Charlie. This is a team over the past three weeks that's played much better baseball. Much better. Oh, Oh, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Bullpens, uh, except the first game was just um, heart attack city. But it was, it was it, except uh, the, the second one was a less dramatic, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to sweat it out. But uh, but Larry, I want to talk about the not the Yanks. And second thing is not about the Yanks, but the the Giants talking. These frauds that is talking. Uh, I expect the the Giants will not let me down, and I expect the Giants to miss the playoffs. And if they're gonna miss the make the playoffs, uh, uh, they're gonna make it by the record of eight and nine, under five hundred. And tell me about these clowns, they like, with John Mara. Uh, he's like, oh, playoffs, <laughs> oh, man, they everything. Uh, I think the offensive line is gonna be terrible. Um, the quarterback is gonna like. Just sunk out of the sunk into the ocean, and we'll never see him again. And of course, the GM, 
that she I cannot I cannot take this this rat uh, mm-hmm. this, this rat voice from Boston cannot take it uh, I think the hope uh, I think the, the Washington football team and the Cowboys might like you know stomp on the Giants face. And you got, I want the GM fire and the whole clean house with the quarterback, including the head coach, too. I, I think this head coach. No, 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 Charlie, Charlie, yeah, Charlie, 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 Charlie. Joe Judge is not leaving after one year. Thanks for the phone call. He's not, this is his second year. He's not leaving after one year, Charlie. He isn't. He's not, they're not going to fire him after one year. And let's be fair. You don't think that with the additions, that the Giants have made, they can't win two more games than they won last year? They won six games last year. Didn't have their quarterback for a couple of those games. Didn't have Saquon Barkley at all for most of the season. I mean, I know the offensive line's not great. I get that, but Saquon, for me, Saquon Barkley and Galladay are at least worth a win each. So that that should give you eight right there. And I think they can win. I think they can win four more games than they won last year. Because I think their defense will be even better under Patrick Graham this year because it's the second year. And now you're familiar. They'll add some things, but for them, now you can play because you know you're not thinking. You're reacting. It's read and react. That's what you're doing. So at that point, I mean, give me a break. I think they, I think, I think they can win 10 games. Maybe they win nine. Now, is that going to be good enough to make the playoffs? I don't know. Because I got to see what happens with the other divisions. Could, could they be good enough to be a wild card team and get in as a wild card? Possibly. But I'm just not sure. And, of course, obviously, we don't know. We're just having a conversation, just doing a poll for fun because injuries are a major factor, major factor as to what teams will or will not do in the National Football League. But for me, I mean, come on. I think they I think they will be better than they were last year. Now the trick is going to be how will they be able to execute in key moments? How will they be able to do what they need to do and not make those mistakes they made last year? And the key thing is for them, their quarterback has got to be better. Got to be better. 1-800-919-3776. Kevin's in Woodbridge. He's next on 987 ESPN. Hey, how you doing, man? Good, Kevin. What's up? I I just think that the, uh, the Giants have a very good chance of going at least 500 this year. Okay. Well, they can't go 500 with 17 games. No, it's 8-8-1. Eight, eight, <laughs> they're going to tie what do you, somebody? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> Kevin, I <laughs> very nice, Kevin. Thanks for the phone call. I think they'll be better than eight, eight, and one. <laughs> Kevin's got them time, probably with Washington, right? Because they had trouble with Washington last year. Probably Washington, that'll be the issue. 
No, I think I think they were. I really do. I really believe they will make the postseason this year. I think they can. I think they'll win ten games, and that will give them a chance to make the postseason. It'll give them a chance. Depending on what happens with Dak Prescott, it could give them a chance to win the division. I mean, I don't know what the, I don't know what Dallas is going to do. I, they they need him, and he's still struggling with trying to get a chance to play and not play. And I understand you're not trying to rush him, and I wouldn't rush him either. But you need he needs to get on the field and get some reps in, so you can see what you have. But clearly, that 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 shoulder and it's it's a, it's it's a concern. It's definitely a concern. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.